I'm Brad Hoos, and this is The Herd Has Spoken. This podcast is an exploration of how musk ox men live their adventures across family, business, and community every day. Through conversations with leaders across industries, we learn how to make our herd just a little bit stronger. You can keep up to date by visiting gomuskox.com. Episode number one, Andy Rawls. I'm super excited today to have Andy join us on the show uh, to talk about a few things. So one, how to be proactive and make things happen during challenging times. Uh, Number two, the importance of getting out of bed early and feeling like we're ahead of the day so we can stay sane, calm, creative, and productive. And number three, I think this is a great thing that Andy brought up is the importance of leaving work stress at work, whether that's the office or the shop. So Andy Rawls is a close friend of Muskox. He's a craftsman, uh, has a wonderful uh, uh, workshop down in Texas, Andy Rawls Fine Texas Woodcraft, you can check out. Um, And I'm excited to share with you guys uh, my conversation with Andy Rawls. All right. Well, Andy, really appreciate you joining the Muskox herd today. I know we're we're super fortunate to, to have you as one of our own, and uh, just wanted to get a chance to check in with you, and uh, maybe a good place to start for those members of the herd that aren't super familiar with you, kind of, you want to share a little bit about your background and who you are and what you do, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, it'd be great, man. I appreciate you having me on. Um, so I run a full-time furniture business in Texas. Uh, I got, I also operate a YouTube channel. Um, Let's see, I got a f- kind of a telecom degree. I graduated in 05, which that included some video production work in there. Um, and then my furniture background is I, I took classes at Homestead Heritage School of Woodworking uh, in Waco, where I went to school at Baylor. And that kind of, that was with Paul Sellers, who if you're a furniture maker, you know who that is. That kind of pushed me in that direction. It's really where I kind of found my passion for it. And from there, I got to do an apprenticeship with Brian Boggs in Kentucky. It was a pretty, pretty, also a pretty well-known furniture maker. And after that, I kind of just figured it out on my own. Uh, started my business in 2000, around 2013. So, Yeah, right that's on. The, I, I think that's the, one of my favorite parts about you and what you do is you're definitely a figure it out on your own kind of guy. But at the, at the same time, I mean, your, your woodworking is, is top notch. Uh, you know, re- really high quality stuff. So there's a lot of different woodworking on YouTube. Some of it's yeah. DIY beginner stuff. Nothing wrong with that. But no, yeah. really top of the top of the line. Fine, as you as you say, call it right. Fine Texas woodworking. Yeah, yeah. I like to call it fine furniture or studio furniture. I mean, there is a wide spectrum of building and making, and I like to, you know, of course I'm a professional, so I want to do it the best I can do it, and I think I have that unique. Um, Mark, Mark, that unique aspect on YouTube of kind of the higher end work, uh, where a lot of the channels are just kind of like DIY type stuff, which is cool too. But I, I like my little niche I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I w- want to kind of dive into the current situation um, a little bit. I know my own personal philosophies is there's two kind of, there's two things you can do. One is sit around and ruminate and worry about the things that you can't control. Yeah. And, Two is to go out and do something about what it is that you can yeah. control. So for everybody right now, these are these are tough times. But I'm, I'm curious to hear what is it that you're doing 
right now to go out and get after it with respect to the things that you can control? Um, well, as far as the business side, um, I've been proactive. I usually am, I've been fortunate in my business to have work come to me and that's actually slowed down quite a bit. So I've been a little more proactive on the marketing side, sending out uh, email blast and, and trying to uh, reach out to old clients. Cause a lot of times with a business like mine, you have a, a core of like maybe eight to 10 clients who have ordered a lot. And a lot often if I send an email and say, Hey, I'm a little slow. If you need something, I got quick turnaround. That'll generate work for me pretty, pretty quickly. And then on the content creation side, I, I, since I've been a little slow on furniture, I've been trying to pump out uh, more videos and, and, and do that. Although I, I wouldn't say I've been super successful, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I guess I'm just trying to get more content out there and, and trying to be a little more proactive in getting business in the shop. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I mean, even at Muscox, we're, we're trying to do the same thing. Like, hey, yeah. we know a lot of people aren't going to be buying clothing right now, um, but what is it we can do to add value and, and where can we help people? Because everyone needs a little bit of a hand. Yeah, that's great. Right. So um, one of the things, is, you know, again, like, uh, you know, big philosophy is if, and I think this comes to me being the son of a, a military guy, maybe right. he designed a fantastic sword case for my pocket. Yeah. I owe you parts for that still too. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. All right. All right. Sounds, sounds like a plan. Um, but one of the big things, beliefs in the military, one of the reasons they have you make your bed in the morning, and yeah. you do a lineup is to teach you about making sure you can do the little things correct and getting, getting confidence. So the whole idea being, look, you can't do the little things right. You're never going to be able to do the big things right. Mm. So, you know, again, like during these times, are there any little things that you find yourself doing that, that are really helpful for, for you to, to try to, you know, help you get in a rhythm, yeah. to help you know that you're making progress with your, with your kids, with your wife, with your business, whatever it may be? Man, I, you know, I think it's easy in this time where we're, we're all working from home to fall into a, la a pattern of laziness. So I think you, like I have tried to been, I usually try to get pretty early, but I've been proactive about getting out of bed early in the morning and uh, getting some time to myself and, and getting some work done early in the morning. And if I get out of, I find myself, if I get out of that rhythm and I wake up with the family, which usually they're not crawling out of bed till 7.30 or 8, it just kills, like, I start the day already a little bit stressed because, like, man, I it's like 9 o'clock and I'm just now getting in the shop and getting started working. So I think that's a, that's a great one. Um, I think with the kids, you know, you have to have a little bit more of a laid back mentality and just kind of let <laughs> things slide because – like just today, my wife was like, I got to get, you know, she spends a whole week with them and I, it's Saturday and we're halfway through the day and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. And my <laughs> wife bails and like, she's going to go read a book and I'm like, I have to just be patient and give her that time and just have fun with the kids and not, because they don't get it. My, my daughter's always like, dad, I'm so sick of this virus. Like, why can't we go do anything? And, you know, you try to explain it to them, but she doesn't really get it. So, yeah. There's just this level of patience you have to reach in and try to grab and find with, with your kids. Yeah, and, and what, a, what a blessing if at the end of this, you can look back uh, in the mirror at yourself and say, I was patient during that time and I gave grace yeah. to my wife and my kids you know, didn't, get a, didn't get exposed to the stress that I know we're all feeling right now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I tried really hard. Cause there are days when I'm pretty stressed out if work's not going well, I try really hard when I leave the shop to leave it in the shop as a lot of people do, but it's just, 
it's, it's a really bad way to live life to take your work stress into your family, into your house. You got to try to leave it if, if that's at all possible. So yeah, I, have a, I have some kind of ability to like flip off emotions so I can kind of turn it off and just go have fun. So yeah, one of the things I've, I've done that I found to be super helpful is at the end of the day in work, I'll take my dog for a walk. It's like just that little separation down. is yeah. super helpful. That is good, um, and it kind of gives me a chance to, to reset my, my mind. So yeah, I, I think you're so right leaving things in the shop. Um, yeah. What is it that you think might be a silver lining to this? I mean, I've heard a lot of people kick around different things like, hey, I've reconnected with old friends that I haven't in, 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 in years, which is, which is cool. Um, yeah. Uh, are, are, is there anything that you see as like a silver lining to all this madness? I think it's cool to see how people have had to find ways to enjoy themselves. And a lot of that just involves like getting out of the house and, and just going for a walk. Like if you drive through Bernie, I don't, you don't normally see a lot of people out walking around, but during this, there's people all out kind of enjoying uh, being outside, especially when the weather's good. Now, I think that's great. I think that's, you know, we get too tied into the schedule of being in our houses or being on screens and all that stuff. Um, so that's what I told Emily. Like, they spend a lot of time going on walks now and, and going down to the, the local river in our town where you can walk. And uh, I'd like to see that continue when this is over. I don't want to see everyone going back to, like, just sitting in their houses. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going anywhere good with this, but I feel like people are out and about a lot better in our town, which I, it's, it's a great thing. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like, that's the one outlet people have and it's great to see yeah. people be able to appreciate the, the little things. I got two last questions for you, Andy. Yeah. I'll let you get back to your, your day. So uh, number one, what is it that you're most looking forward to getting a chance to do here uh, after this is all behind us? I think we're going to go, we're going to go, do a vacation of some kind maybe go up to the mountains um so that's probably what i'm looking for we also have a beach vacation planned in the nice. fall which which i'm excited about so um yeah. basically getting out of texas and going to do something fun right yeah so it's nice to have something to look forward to there yeah and, yeah and along those lines one of the things that i'm looking forward to a lot and i know you and i talk about quite often is college football so as a 2005 yeah. Baylor University, Baylor Bears fan, uh, excuse me, Baylor University graduate, Baylor Bears fan. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, is college football going to happen this year? Man, uh, I think it will. But I, yeah, I think, I think it's going to happen. I like it. I appreciate yeah. the optimism. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, it's optimism. But I, I mean, I, I don't know if they can. I think by that time of the year, what's September, if they're going to shut it down, people are going to go crazy. Because, I mean, we're going to be, what, two or three months, three months from now, and people, I can already sense people are getting tired of this. And you can only, con you can only control it so much. So right. we'll see. Yeah. I, it'll be a sad day, man. I was just sitting here thinking about how I think we'd be in the NBA playoffs right now. Not that, not that my team would be in the playoffs, but <laughs> – I uh, I miss watching Spurs basketball. So I hear you, I hear you. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully college football will happen. Hopefully, they're going to find some way to be able to crown a champion what, for the NBA. What do you? Yeah, I don't know how they'll do that. What do you think? You think it's happening? I think it's going to happen, but it's going to be modified, and maybe yeah. that means it'll start in October. I've even heard 
talk that they would actually start it in um, February and then oh. kind of go uh, into May or June. That makes some sense. I don't know though. Yeah, it, it definitely could. So I don't know. I don't know what form it'll take, but but I think you know there's nothing more American than college football. Yeah. One way or another, we'll we'll find. Well, imagine too, like coming out of this and getting like imagine how big football will be this year if if it happens because everyone's coming out of not having sports. We missed the tournament. We missed NBA. Um, I mean that's exciting when you if it all shuts down and then we've got college football starting up. So. Vegas is ready. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Andy. Well, hey, I definitely appreciate you joining yeah. us. Appreciate you being part of the Muskox herd. And Absolutely, we'll catch- man. I love my Muskox gear. Right on. We'll catch up with you soon. Good deal. All right. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, you bet. Bye. Bye.